Welcome to the Invest Local Podcast, where we uncover the brilliance of local businesses that are slugging it out, serving their customers and giving back to their own communities. Check us out at vicinitycapital.com and give us a follow on social media. We'd love to hear from you. Also, we are not making any investment recommendations, nor are we providing any sort of investment advice. Now on with the show. Welcome, folks, to the Invest Local Podcast. I'm your host, Malcolm McDonald, and joining me today are Spencer, Elliot, and Chris Babcock. They are joining me with the pool at Hollingsworth Park, a really, really cool development in Greenville, South Carolina. I'll give a little bit of, of background, but it's an exciting project, so I won't spoil it. I'll let y'all dig into the details, but Spencer and Chris, appreciate y'all joining me today. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having us. For sure. So a little bit of background. Chris is the president of the board of the pool, the pool board, as we're calling it. He's got over two decades of experience in real estate development, acquisitions and dispositions. And he's the principal of Backhawk Investment Company, which is actually a fourth generation family owned firm in real estate and investment. And Spencer Elliott also serves on the board as the treasurer. And he spent over the 15 years in investment banking, leverage buyouts, deal management, spent time at JP Morgan and Bank Capital in New York, and is bringing those finance skills to bear on this project today. So again, Spencer and Chris, appreciate y'all joining me today. So we'll jump right into it. I said, you know, this is a, this is a unique project. We've got a developer, but then we have specific residents of the neighborhood where the development is taking place. So if you can give me a little backdrop behind what's going on here with the, the pool and why it's being brought to Hollingsworth. Yeah, I, I can jump in there. You know, basically the, the development is within the Hollingsworth Park, which is a master plan community that is actually uh, gifted by a, a philanthropic gentleman, John D. Hollingsworth back in 2000. And so there's been a plan for years for this to be just kind of a traditional neighborhood community, you know, walkable to restaurants and coffee shops. And then there was going to be a YMCA in the area that we're talking about. But then about five years ago, the YMCA decided that it was not part of their strategic plan. And so that's when a couple of neighbors, me included, thought that we could you know, potentially develop a little pocket subdivision back there and then have enough room for a pool amenity, which as you imagine, a neighborhood of this size you know, really could support and have shown that interest. So We've just been kind of pushing that up up a hill, and and that's where we got involved here with vicinity to try to you know make that a reality. Yeah, no, that's awesome. So quite literally taking matters into your own hands. So tell me, you, you've got the neighborhood. How many homes are in this neighborhood that are going to be supporting the project or, or potential members for the project? I think currently, you know, with stuff that's already approved, we're well over seven hundred homes. And, you know, Verde Development is sort of the master developer of Hollingsworth Park. And they've recently announced that there, there could be some more, you know, commercial development in the last little pockets that, that you see in kind of what's our neighborhood square, which is, you know, just a stone's throw from where this pool is going to be. So there actually could be more residents or if not more residents, more businesses, I think, you know, to support the pool here. Yeah. Absolutely. So Spencer, with your background too, I'll, I'll kick this over to you. Can you break down kind of the financial and, and member model for the pool and how that's going to work in conjunction with the local residents? Yeah. So the pool at Hollingsworth Park will have a private swim club with memberships, much like other private pools around Greenville that a lot of listeners will be familiar with. And most of those other pools also have wait lists to join. So they, they are popular. They're in demand, both for recreational swimming and for swim team use as well. 
And like those comparable pool clubs, we will generate revenue primarily from membership initiation fees and the annual membership dues. But also we expect ancillary activities like advertising, private event fees, and sales of food, beverages, and merchandise. So the board will manage the operations of the pool as a not-for-profit. All the revenue will go to paying the expenses to maintain the pool and the facilities and the pool operations, as well as to repaying this construction investment that we're raising through vicinity. And there are commercial pool service companies that contract to perform the bulk of the day-to-day operations, like lifeguarding, cleaning and maintenance, and we're in discussion with those local companies also. So based on our knowledge about those other comparable pools and, and how they operate and the bids that we've received, our financial projections show that the ongoing operations of the pool will comfortably support repayment of this investment that we're raising, as well as the ongoing pool operations with some capital reserves. Very cool. That's so awesome. I love the fact that, you know, y'all too as residents and and then the the rest of the board. How, how many total board members do y'all have here that are that are pushing this project forward? There are five board members, uh, all of whom are residents of the neighborhood around the pool. That's awesome. So y'all are essentially collectively creating the company that will spin up and, and operate this kind of mini business here with the pool. What was the, you know, obviously there's there was the need, the, the YMCA you know, was, was maybe going to do one and, and then, you know, didn't, what, what was kind of the trigger for y'all to, to kind of come together and say, you know, Hey, this is something that, that we could do. We could, we can actually make this happen. Well, I think, yeah, that was a couple of years ago. You know, it was actually a couple of residents of the, where I lived at the time within Hollingsworth Park, the Braden community, you know, essentially just because development is, you know, my background. And then another resident, Seth Wonder, it has a development background as well. You know, we were essentially just sketching things out and realized that, you know, the, the shape of the parcel that the YMCA left, you know, supported both a neighborhood, which could generate enough money to be able to gift this parcel, potentially, you know, pad ready, which is what, you know, our company's plan to do. And so the model just seemed to work, you know, in a real rough number way. And then, you know, over the years, we've been able to tighten up that model and, and get our numbers such that, we're just very confident that, you know, given the support of this neighborhood, which we've done multiple surveys on that of membership models, that it just works because there's there's that much interest. And anybody that rides through Hollingsworth Park or just, you know, goes to Legacy Park, which is the county park that is in the center of the development, you can see how many kids are are in the neighborhood and how many families. And so yeah. it's just a, a very, it's, it's a layup, I think, in the in, in that sense. That's awesome. Yeah. So there was kind of the initial putting your heads together with the board and then you did some, some surveys. Can you talk briefly about what, yeah, what were the, the results of the surveys that y'all ran? Even before we launched testing the waters campaign on vicinity, which by the way, we thought was the perfect name because it's a pool. Um, Chris had done. <laughs> that worked out nicely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it sure did. Chris was mentioning he'd done significant legwork gathering detailed feedback and indications of interest from the neighborhood around per day. So we knew there was and is significant demand for a pool amenity here. The question is whether investors in the neighborhood would support the creation of the pool through a financial investment. So in testing the waters, more than 150 individuals provided indications of interest totaling more than $1.2 million. And we were very excited to see that level of support come in so quickly. And that really gave us the confidence that we could raise the funds to create the pool through crowdfunding investment on vicinity and move forward with launching this live campaign. So now what's most important is we need everyone who indicated interest in the testing the wires space to fulfill those indications of interest at the level of investment that they indicated so that we can now take that final step toward getting the pool construction going. 
And one thing to point out here too is pools are subject to a, a very lengthy and restrictive permitting process, which typically takes a few months to complete. So the sooner we can raise the investment dollars and close and fund the investment, the greater the likelihood that we can have the pool completed and ready to open for the summer of 2023. Yeah, it's it's good to know that. And and I want to want to jump back to something that that you mentioned too, Chris, which is the kind of unusual jump start that this project in particular has with the gift of the land and the and the parking lot, the utilities, et cetera. So obviously investors are coming in and typically with a project like this, you know, they may come in at various stages of development. Rarely do you come in and the land and <laughs> all of the all the things you need to kickstart the project have, have, have been gifted. Can you talk a little bit about what went into that and, and why that was so important for this project? Yeah, and, and that probably just goes back to the financials. You know, the land plus the actual physical development there, we're talking about six, $700,000 worth of expense to, to get the curb and gutter and the pipe and the, the sewer all put in. And it, it makes a lot more sense to do that while I'm doing the housing development of just 22 lots next door, which will sit right behind the pool. And so, you know, it certainly makes sense on our end to do it at that time. And then the other thing that I think is good for someone looking at this investment is currently if they're local, and of course, lots of our investors are going to be local to the community, you can just drive right through the community called Braden. And probably by the end of this week, and I advise they don't do it while construction's going on because that's very dangerous, but you can see <laughs> the, the area of where the pool and the pool's parking lot is going to be. And so... This isn't one of those investments where, you know, it's pie in the sky and we have these, you know, crazy ideas. I mean, there's physical dirt being moved right now for, you know, the pad ready site. So it should give some, you know, security that, you know, there's there's a piece of land that's actively being developed. And I think most of the neighborhood knows that bulldozers are moving every day and trucks are, are driving in and out. So that part of it will likely be completed by year end. And so, you know, they'll be able to see the parking lot where the pool is going to go. They just need to, you know, believe in this vertical piece of, of building the actual structure and, and the pool itself and, and get behind it through an investment. Yeah, no, that's so cool. And, and I mean, that's what, you know, vicinity was founded on in the first place is this idea of, of local tangible investments where, yeah, I can drive by it and see it. And, and I know the folks that are putting it together, which is, is so cool, especially this, like you've mentioned, there's physical dirt being moved that they can come and, and, and verify. Obviously any, any investment is risky, but one where, you know, that the, the project is already underway and, and all the right people are put in place is exciting. You mentioned people can kind of drive in from, from other areas. Is, is this open to anyone, you know, anyone in Greenville, in, in other neighborhoods, et cetera? Can anyone jump in on this investment? One of the reasons we thought vicinity was the perfect way to raise investment capital for the pool at Hollingsworth Park is, like you said, it's all about invest where you live. And vicinity really gives anybody, accredited investor or not, and regardless of their annual income or net worth, the opportunity to easily invest. So based on feedback from the neighborhood and the indications of interest we gathered in testing the waters, we believe there is a lot of support from the surrounding neighborhood and the likely future members of the pool club. But at the same time, investment in the pool at Hollingsworth Park isn't limited to in any way to residents of Verde or Greenville. It offers a financial return from the creation of a member-supported pool amenity and its ongoing operations as a private club. So it is a great way to invest in Greenville or in your neighborhood, but really regardless of where you live, it's open for investment. And in a, in a market environment that's increasingly volatile, it's an opportunity to bring some investment dollars closer to where you live in a project that, like Chris said, you can watch being constructed as we go along. 
Yeah, that's awesome. And not to get too into the weeds, but, you know, the Hollingsworth Park area is going to be extended out just beyond the Legacy Park, which is, you know, within the the center of our development. And there's going to be probably another couple hundred million dollars of investment that will be linked through what people locally would know, but the Swamp Rabbit Trail. Mm. And so not only does this neighborhood potentially feed, you know, future memberships for this pool, but you probably have, you know, probably many more thousands of residents or business owners nearby that that would also in the future form some of the members. So, yeah, no, and that's that's great. So we kind of we zoomed out a little bit. Everyone, anyone can invest. It sounds like there are some there's some specific perks for those who do invest, both as as individual investors and then also separately as members. So, can you talk a little bit about yeah what what do I get as an investor? Obviously, we hope for a financial return, but what do I get as an investor? You know, at at different tiers and in, in relation to the pool and, and the membership club. The biggest perk outside from the financial return is the opportunity to be first in line to purchase a pool membership when we sell memberships. The number of memberships we sell will be limited. We expect it's going to be about 350 total memberships. And investors who help create the pool through their financial investment of at least $1,000 ought to have first opportunity to join with the membership and enjoy the pool. So we've heard a lot of positive feedback about that perk because we believe that pool membership is going to be in high demand. That is probably also an area where we've received the most questions. So to clarify a little bit more, memberships to use the pool are separate from investments to build the pool. And those memberships will go on sale in the future, closer to when the pool is ready to open, and will have a separate cost, and they will be limited in number. But an investor who makes a minimum $1,000 investment now to build the pool will have the first opportunity to purchase a membership before they go on sale broadly. Beyond that, we're also offering a few additional perks at different levels of investment, starting with name recognition in the pool clubhouse for those investors who support the pool construction with a $5,000 or greater level of investment. The more prominent name recognition in the pool clubhouse goes to higher tiers of investment. And we're planning to host a pre-opening investor pool party for investors who make a $10,000 investment or greater. And then lastly, the pool club will be branded also with an attractive logo. And we'll have gift bags with branded merchandise like towels and t-shirts and sun shirts that can show off your membership in the pool at Hollingsworth Park. Those tiers are all outlined with the associated perks at the campaign homepage at Vicinity. Very cool. Yeah. Anybody that's interested can go to go to vicinitycapital.com and look at the pool at Hollingsworth Park to see all of those details as well as the the terms for the raise. No, that's super exciting. And and Great to know those that are in the neighborhood have a chance to to kind of lock in their spot, so to speak, with the pool membership. Because, you know, as Chris said, both with the immediate resident numbers and the, the future additions, it sounds like it's less of is there demand and and who's going to get in first? <laughs> so I, I love the idea right. of, of creating some incentive to jump to the front of the line there. Well, awesome, guys. Well, I appreciate y'all sharing about the raise and, and what all is going on. The last question would just be, with this being a local resident-based program, where do y'all see the, the pool going in the future? Do you think there's there's room for kind of additional expansions or do y'all see this as something that kind of is going to serve the initial residents and that's all it'll be? I think we're trying to design it with as much flexibility as possible, you know, while staying within our, our you know, original budget. But certainly I think there's an opportunity, you know, there's some neighbors who maybe have young kids that would love a full clubhouse type building to have meetings and events. 
you know, while we'll be able to do that with a large outdoor area that will have outdoor heaters and so forth and be covered, you know, there certainly is the possibility for the pool to expand vertically in the future if that was something that the membership had interest in. But right now we're just trying to remain as flexible as possible to be able to do as much, you know, outdoor events, even outside of the the pool season. There's There's many pools in Greenville that, you know, when the pool season is over, they lock the gates and we're not planning on doing that with this amenity because we just feel like it's a, a waste of building space and, yeah. a, and of money. So that's where some of the other events that could happen during the football season or, or Christmas events, obviously being outdoor, we'll have to have those heaters on. But I think there's a lot more expandability once everything gets, gets built and, and we get a feel for, feel for the space and what it's good for use-wise. Yeah, absolutely. No, I love the idea of been getting creative with the space that it is a community funded and community supported. So I love the idea of the community being able to use it, you know, as much as possible. So again, appreciate y'all coming on. Sounds like some of the key takeaways, there's, there's an urgency piece here. You want to get development going on the pool as soon as possible. So it can be open next year. And then the other pieces, those that, that are in the neighborhood that, you know, want to take advantage of a membership, this investment isn't required to become a member, but it sounds like from the, some simple supply and demand math, it probably is a good idea if you want to be a member here in the future. Anything else that you love, either, you know, the residents that have have questions, you know, where they should direct those or anything else you'd love the community to know about this raise? Well, I think I'd just like to say that, you know, we were really impressed with the testing the water phase and how quickly the neighborhood got behind the idea of supporting this through investment. And so as we've now gone live, obviously there's probably some paperwork hesitance or just life is busy. And so you know, I just want to tell anybody that's listening that has, you know, indicated interest or hasn't that, you know, we just really need everyone to, you know, follow up with what, you know, what they had pledged for investment. And I think we've got a really great chance of making this happen, but we really just need everyone's support and to kind of follow up with that. Because, and I know John and Josh over at Vicinity are happy to walk people through if they're having, you know, difficulties or some sort of question, they've already done that several times. And so, that, that'd be the only thing is just, they've already shown, I think we've, we've got a great shot. Awesome. Yeah, no. And Vicini is more than happy to, to, to help out wherever there's questions or concerns. It's a, it's a new way for a lot of people. A lot of people will be investing this way for the first time. So, you know, that's what we're here for is to, to make sure that whole thing goes smoothly. We didn't talk a ton about the, the actual features of the pool. And I think one of the takeaways from how well testing the waters went was that we had the confidence that we could construct an eight lane pool rather than a six lane pool with a lot of open deck space for chairs and tables and enjoying the sun. And the design and architecture by Project Plus for the clubhouse looks fantastic. And it provides an attractive and flexible space for gathering and enjoying the pool with bathrooms, gathering spaces, places for food and beverages and, and pool equipment storage. So we think it's gonna look great and really utilize the available space that we have well with a large open swim deck and, and eight lanes. And then uh, also there's a, the design includes a, Chris, what do you call it? A sun deck? Yeah. And all of this has to be a DHEC level approved, which is why it's a little different than some, but it's just a great area for the kids to play smaller kids and they have little in-floor bubblers. So it's, it's not just, just the pool alone. There's, there's some kind of a more younger child friendly area. Very cool. Well, love the renderings. Folks can go over to the, the campaign page and see those, see the, the plans and the drawings. It's a beautiful, a beautiful space. Very, very well done. 
like you mentioned, Spencer, between the pool itself and the sun deck and then the adjacent kind of event and bathroom space, it's all really well laid out and both beautiful to look at and, and looks very, very useful as well. So if folks have, have questions about that, you know, you can direct them to, to Spencer and Chris here, but yeah, all of that information is, is on the campaign page. So Spencer, Chris, thanks again for, for coming on the show. Really enjoyed it. If you, if you have any questions about the raise, you can either check it out on the campaign page or direct questions to Spencer and Chris and look forward to successful raise in the future. Thank you. We're very excited to see the pool at Hollingsworth Park come to the neighborhood as well. And very grateful for the support of investors in the community to get this done. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Invest Local Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider leaving a review and feel free to follow us on any of our social media platforms. And don't forget to tune in next week for more local stories.